Hi, and welcome to Better Together. I'm Jan Bottolari, Editorial Director for Paper 360 Magazine, and I've been writing about the pulp and paper industry for about 30 years. On this podcast, I'll be speaking with industry thought leaders from the pulp, paper, and packaging industry. Only Pekaripa is with AFT Finland, where he serves as a product manager for refiners and flakers. He was educated in paper engineering and has worked in the paper industry for more than 20 years in various assignments. With roots extending back more than 100 years, AFT has evolved to become a global supplier serving customers in key markets that include pulp and paper, food, and mining. Olipeka enjoys teaming up with customers to complete common goals set for various projects. And he says that work in the paper industry has taken him to interesting places around the world. We're pleased to welcome Olipeka Rupa to the show. Oli Pekaripa from AFT, thank you for joining us on Better Together. We're really happy to have you. Thank you, John. Happy to be here. Very delighted. Um, great. So um, you're with a company called AFT. And in our November-December issue of Paper 360, we learn about a new technology that AFT has, the Max Edge. And one interesting point that the article mentions that I'd like to ask you more about is that this technology was actually developed during the pandemic. So what was it like trying to develop a new product when you couldn't even have the team members in the same room? Yeah, uh, you're right. Uh, when, when we started this project, the uh, pandemic basically has closed the uh, global traveling and I think some of us were basically uh, imprisoned in our own homes because some countries had really tight restrictions that you could not really go nearly anywhere other than buy some groceries. The, uh, okay, we had this uh, project on a pipeline to work on, and I, it, it was clear from the beginning that uh, in order to uh, succeed the uh, local meetings had to be basically a skip because it's, you know, mm-hmm. we were not able to travel. It's not possible. But if you look at the uh, the tools we have already lo- using for quite many years that we have Teams and Zoom meetings, and all of us are somehow familiar to use these tools. So uh, I or we didn't feel in a team that it's an impossible task to do this design work or things over the virtual platform. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, basically, uh, that's what we decided from the beginning <clears throat> and get on with it on this space. So, but when you work, work on the uh, virtual platforms, it also leaves you to do a lot of uh, work on your own because right. uh, you cannot have these office discussions over the coffee cup or things like that. So people were thinking about these possible innovations among themselves and once we had the review meeting, then these four were presented in a meeting that would this be a good option and how can we do this way? So basically during these meetings, we also had the review of these possible innovations or design aspects, what could be done in the refiner. So, right. So was- before we started the podcast, you mentioned that you're, you're in Ireland right now. Um, yeah. where, are your, where were the other team members? Uh, we have a global team. So we have a team members in Canada, 
Finland, and then also Japan. Wow. So it really was a global effort to put this together. It was, yes. So we have uh, members from all the all over the world participating in the different functions during this project, yes. Well, even, you know, it's really interesting. You say these are tools we already had. Um, do you think that's going to change the way you develop innovations in the future, being able to get teams together like that with global members? Um, yes, I, I, I believe so, yes, it does. And it, I think it has already done it mm-hmm. because you can do this on a virtual, virtual platform. And uh, <clears throat> I think at the end, what we found, I, I found it very positive within the AFT team members that even we need to ask somebody to wake up very early morning or be <laughs> late to be connected, but everybody was very willing to participate on this. I think the project was very interesting. So uh, we got yeah. a very good participation and we could get, you know, the uh, attendance whenever we needed. Right. You know, these meetings were not weekly, but, you know, with the regular intervals. So it's not stressing that everybody have to be doing this for every evening. Right. And so you say it was interesting to the project. Well, to the folks involved, well, the project is kind of innovative. Um, can you tell us what is different about this MaxEdge technology that had everyone so excited? Well, uh, like mentioned in the article, the, when we designed the MaxEdge, we wanted to really design it from the uh, fine bar aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, fine bar aspect, has, uh, fine bars has been uh, on the market for several decades, mm-hmm. and we have a many proven installation for it. So I, this is, was a very key thing to take into the whole design that when we design a refiner for AFT, we should take based off what we can offer for the refining technology as such. And this, I think, is a, one of the uh, innovations that we take the best of segments we can offer and integrate it in a, in a refiner itself. Yeah. This is one thing. Yeah. And the, uh, you may know about the fine bar that uh, the benefit of the fine bar is that it is a very uh, adaptable product. Right. So th- tell us a little about that. So fine bar <coughs> is a product that you've had for a while that um, has been very well received by the market. Yep. And it allows you to really um, kind of customize your refining for the mill, correct? That is true. Yes. And that's really a big key for fine bar success. That yep. when we do the uh, application engineering, the particular customer, we can really design the segment that fits to the fiber and the product. And that way it helps us to really build, develop the savings in energy or bring more productivity out of mm-hmm. the single refiner or the refiner system. And uh, if you look at the publications, what AFT has done in recent years is that a few years back, we published an article. This was made in Portugal. And this mm-hmm. was a, one of the nice fine bar success stories. A uh, customer, what we have is that they have a fine paper machine where they had, have uh, eight wind flow refiners. But we work together with the customer and we are able to shut down half of them and wow. gain very, very, very significant energy saving by using a fine bar in this application. So they went from eight refiners to four. Down to four, yes. And like you said, energy saving is a huge uh, benefit for mills all over the world. That is true, and it, it's a really a one key issue to think about the profitability of the meals. 
Yeah. And it, it's a big expense on these meals, yes. Yeah. And so MaxEdge is really sort of a companion technology to the fine bar technology, correct? Yes, it is, because uh, when we started the design work for MaxEdge, we wanted to take the fine bar as a key element to it. So it's based on the uh, offerings we have in a fine bar that we have now a full concept what we can offer to the customer. So we have now a refiner that is designed with the new features in a certain extent, but mm-hmm. it using the uh, expertise from the fine bar team and the uh, the knowledge we have by using them. Adaptability is very important for that. Right, right. So I have a question. When you have an innovation like this, really sort of a um, a next step innovation to a popular um, uh, popular offering that you already have. Is that driven by the customer? Is that driven by folks at AFT thinking, you know what, we can do better. I have an idea, a little of both. What really sparks that innovation? In this case, it was a both. So we have had this request from the customers that uh, why you don't offer refiners? that you can use on the fine bar. But mm-hmm. it also, we saw it as an opportunity to put us in a different place in the competition when we designed a new refiner. So I think it was driven by the both, both uh, factors in this case. Mm-hmm. So when a customer approaches you, what are really the key issues at the mill that made them say, um, would you be able to do this for us? Is it just those energy savings? Are there other concerns that customers have come to you with? When customer has an idea to uh, improve the process, I mean, the reasons can be multiple. It cannot right. always say it, it, it's a energy. Or it can be just that we need uh, more strength from our fiber. It could be like that. Sure. So it, it's not, or maybe at the appearance of the paper, we need to do something about the formation or things like that. So multiple, multiple reasons. But I think the, uh, or I believe in, in the fine part that we can address these issues very often very, very well because the adaptability of the uh, fine bar segment. Mm-hmm. And so you mentioned all these different reasons a customer might come to you, but really refining does affect all those different areas, doesn't it? It does, yes. That, that is true, yes. So yeah. once you uh, apply energy to it, you change the drainage rate, but you increase mm-hmm. the strength but the ratio, how you change the drainage rate, or we call it the freeness value, mm-hmm. can be affected by the segment design you have, whether you do more cutting or more fibrillating on this. Right, right. So AFT is a company that has roots that go back literally 100 years, right? So That's right, been, yes. You've been coming up with things for the pulp and paper industry um, for decades now. Um, have you seen a change in what customers need from their refining capabilities? Take an example from the uh, eucalyptus pulp. It, it's globally used uh, fiber. You can see it in Asia, Europe, South America. But right. when we discuss with our customers about the eucalyptus pulp, for us, it's important to really know that where this eucalyptus pulp is made hmm. or, or even who has made this because the different grades produce in different meals, they really have a different characteristics. Hmm. And this is really important when we do this optimized refiner segment for particular pulp, that we know that what are the characteristics of the raw material that is used. 
And I can tell an example that, uh, look at this soup paper. I have been in a meals where, where customers, they have really uh, different blends of the eucalyptus bulbs used in the same tissue grade, just that they can make the uh, tissue specification what they are looking for. So it's not made out of one pulp, but they have a several different in the one paper mm -hmm. grade. I think that's really interesting that it it's not only the type of pulp that the customer might be using, but even where it was produced, that you can customize the refining capabilities to that level. Um, and that that's really the kind of service that the customers are demanding. Yes, and I, I think we can see uh, that's one reason we are so successful with the fine bar. Because mm. when we go down to the details that what is the fiber what we use, we are able to tend to provide the optimized solution for them. Exactly. But of course, the, at, the, at the end, it's all about the, the competition and I believe that we can always bring the, the best out of the uh, what is used. And this yeah. gives us the business then. Well, especially as you mentioned in something like tissue where it's so globally competitive and really has emerged as this growing market for you customers. That is right, yes. Yeah. All right, we're going to pause and we will be right back after a brief word from our sponsors. The Better Together podcast is sponsored by Paper 360 Magazine. Each issue of Paper 360 includes timely and relevant feature articles, new technologies, market trends, executive interviews, and much more in both print and digital format. Published six times a year by TAPI, Paper 360 reports from around the industry, around the world, with engaging content about the pulp, paper, packaging, and bioresource industries. Just like the Better Together podcast, Paper 360 is about connection, connecting readers to the trends, topics, and information that can make a difference to their professional lives. Subscribe today at paper360.tappy.org. Okay, let's get back to our conversation on the Better Together podcast. Can you tell me about um, like a particular challenging, a particularly challenging time when a customer said to you, this is what we need and you were able to um, help them achieve it. For instance, you gave the example of the mill in Portugal that was able to cut the number of refiners in half. Yeah. Are there any other stories like that that really stand out for you? Um, recently, we had a startup in Scandinavia. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was a case where we supplied a new refiner, AFT refiner, to replace an old unit that was used in a pulp mill. And here we, the target was really to save energy in uh, refining. And after the startup, we have achieved about 50% energy saving, still wow. getting the same results of, out of the, uh, the pulp. 50%, that's quite a savings for the mill. That, that is uh, very remarkable. So, yeah. Well, your global team must have been really pleased with those results. No, we are, of course, excited. <laughs> that, 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 that is clear, yes. Um, so, but coming back to this uh, project, but it's important to then understand that how you do it and what are your capabilities that you can size the equipment properly. That's how you get the achievements what you're looking for. Right. So not not every mill might be capable of achieving that. 
Oh no, of course not. So these are, let's say, sometimes maybe uh, exemplary cases that these things happen, but not everybody is, of course. It depends always what is the demand and what are they need for the refining. Right. So um, I think that's interesting you mentioned that was a Scandinavian mill um, because I think right now uh, European mills are really, really uh, interested in these sustainability goals, right? Um, That's certainly the climate of the industry that I feel um, is predominant right now in Scandinavia and all of Europe, really. Do you find that customers around the world have different goals? I I think the the customers, you talk about the sustainability. This is really key in Mm. most of the meals, I would say. Mm-hmm. Let's say it, it's a really key in uh, big mills who are, in, you know, you are, how to say it, as a corporate level, they are large corporates. They, they need to think about these matters, that they are operating in a sustainable way. Mm-hmm. We know that in, uh, in China, this is coming a big thing. The changes has already started over there. Sustainability is really a key. And we yeah, have seen the transformation in the, uh, how they do the production. Yeah, that's great to hear, though. Um, I think it's certainly an important global issue. Yeah, it is. And the, uh, I think this uh, sustainability is somehow also driven by the uh, country legislations. So yeah, what kind of uh, products you use and, the, for example, what has happened lately is that uh, disposable plastics are somehow banned or they are taxated very heavily. Mm-hmm. So in this case, very often the paper is the one or paper products are then replacing the uh, single-use plastic items. It is somehow very exciting that there are new ventures coming up where the cellulose-based fibers are used. I agree. I agree. Um, and what kind of role would refining play in achieving what's needed from those new products? So what we need from our paper uh, and packaging to sort of take advantage of those new market opportunities. How does refining play a role in that? Of course, it's important to know that what are the uh, desired characteristics mm-hmm. for these new products. There are still new products coming up, which we don't always know. But at the end, you know, refining does strength development. It prevents the bulk, maintains the stiffness if you do it properly. So mm-hmm. I think at the end, these uh, characteristics, characteristics, what we expect are still the same. Now the question is what level we have to increase. Them. That's the basics of the refining, what we will do over there. Right, right. So it's the same things people have always wanted, maybe just in different levels and um, yes, constantly exactly. improving. Constantly yes, improving. exactly. Yes, yes. That would be the, I, I might believe in the target, but it will happen with them. Yes. Yeah. So can you give us a little sneak peek? And if you can't, it's okay. But can you give us a little sneak peek into new technologies that AFT may be working on right now? Uh, one one thing we haven't discussed today is about this. Uh, you ask about the magazines and the challenges. What this, mm-hmm. what what challenges we address is that with with the magazines we are bringing also the IoT in this in this oh, refine. Right, that's such a huge uh, it, Internet of Things is such a huge issue right now, really around the it world. It is. I, I agree, and and we found it as uh, practical to bring it in together with the new product. And right. for this, AFT has created the AFT Links platform. 
and in this platform, we will provide the solutions and services to the customer that will help them to improve the operation or maintenance scheduling or unit performance. You, you can name it. And but in uh, Maxit Refine itself, this IoT comes as a standard offering, mm. and then it later on, later on it will turn into a service agreement that. We can then provide the customer this uh, 24-7 basically access whenever they need our help. We can have a look on the uh, refiner, what is needed, if something is need to be sorted out or what to analyze certain information, what we are collecting from there. So it's 2 a.m. at a mill in Alberta, Canada, and they are having a problem with uh, bulk and they don't know why they can call you up. No, that service needs to be agreed. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when you do these IoT services, of course, your service contracts can be stipulated, whatever you want. But the point is not that we can have a 24-7 access, but we also can collect the data from the refiner and review it later on that how it has been working. So that also means an access. It's constantly right. over there, but what we are getting out of the uh, refiner. So you collect the data and you can use that sort of to make decisions about um, adjustments to the system, for instance. Exactly. I mean, options to do with the data are passed. It mm -hmm. depends what data you're collecting and how you then process the data. And you can see the results or the changes in the process or you can change this in the refiner behavior. So right. no, it depends so that what data we are collecting out of the yeah, those vast options, I think, is the biggest challenge with IoT technology. It's you can collect and collect and collect the data, but who figures out what to do with the data? I agree with that. Yes, yes. Yeah. But the, uh, the, it's important that when we do these uh, IoT service agreements that we have set goals mm -hmm. and we monitor this data in a regular intervals and we basically report them to customer that what have we seen? And then it comes very important when you have a certain emergency situation that what has happened now, we already have some backup data that what was the regular situation and what has changed. This will help them to analyze it. Oh, absolutely. So you set You're a benchmark maybe and then you know set some goals and then try and close that gap between where exactly. you are and where you exactly. want to be. So yeah. it, it's important that the data we collect, we start to analyze it from the beginning and we know what are the uh, normal behavior values is and what is when it's certain mm -hmm. something that goes, goes not so well. Right. So let me ask you this, Oli. Um, what do you see ahead in the areas of refining, in um, the technologies that AFT offers, in the way mills are changing or the way fibers are changing, in that whole vast area? What do you see ahead that's most exciting to you? Most exciting, I think the um, oh, I most exciting you. in <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> I just a question. So most exciting in this is the uh, when we can find the uh, a solution to customer that really makes a difference. Mm. Like I explained, this protocol, this was really an exceptional case in that we can really save a lot of energy. These are really exciting projects where we work on. And the uh, the other one where we are. Let's say I think it's the AFD way at the end that we will find the adapted solution to the customer that fits their process. Mm -hmm. Are we doing a single refiner segment 
business or we talk about the screen upgrade or we are talking about installing new equipment to our old process. Mm-hmm. So really there's a lot you can do. Yes, I, I totally agree. And it's uh, with the references we have from the, uh, the projects we have done, it, it helps us also to then discuss with the customers that, hey, you have this issue, we can show that we have done this kind of solutions with this meal and we have a similar idea to your meal and this is how the, how the business works, it, that uh, you use the uh, all, all references to find your new customers, basically. Yeah. But the, the key here is that we are able to uh, have a solution that this works as a one integrated process at the end. And we right. see a smile on the customer's face. Oh, that's a great, that's a great note, to, note to end on, the smile on the customer's face. <laughs> yes, it always is. Yes, I agree. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we've had Oli Pekoripa um, of AFT Technologies. Um, you can learn more from our um, November, December issue of Paper 360. And Oli, I, I hope you'll keep us apprised on other innovations that the company comes up with. We will do that, yes. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you so very much, much for your time. Absolutely. You. Hello, everyone. This is Larry Montague, President and CEO of TAPI, the pulp, paper, packaging, tissue, and converting industries go to resource for news, industry trends, and technical and management information. We hope you enjoy today's Better Together podcast. And remember, there are two types of people in our industry, TAPI members and those who should be. Have a great day.